listening to the Dope Post podcast. Adam Doe, Ethan Bang, Alan Fong, high school friends of mine. Uh, this is Alan's first time on the pod, and I'm pretty sure I've had everybody on the pod at least once now. Uh, this is week six of the fantasy series I want to do just to keep track of how things are going. First thing I want to talk about, though, is Alan Fong is apparently a Clippers fan, and I thought he was a Lakers fan this whole time. Also, Alan, I haven't seen or talked to Alan really in like four years. So this is all a shock to me. So like Alan, explain yourself. <laughs> yeah, um, it's nice to be on here. Um, and it's good to see uh, see and talk to you again. Hi, Dang. Um, so I really like the Clippers from day one. I I grew up in LA, not really a big Kobe fan. Actually, maybe a Kobe hater, if you oh might my say. Goodness. I, hate you. I, I love hate his you. game. I love his you. game. But as a little kid, I really didn't like his... Like he he just trash talked so much. He was like kind of aggressive and arrogant. But now I've come to respect it. But young me, that's what kind of like drove me towards the Clippers. Plus, also like watching a lot of their games like in person. Thought that was really fun. Like back in like the Catino Mobley and Sean Livingston days when I was like actually super young. So um, I guess like probably my favorite memory for the Clippers is like the Blake Griffin era. That was super hype, I think. Um, just like having that first first draft pick and then him actually being a star, that really like solidified my fandom. But, huh. Yeah. Lob City, huh? Lob City, Lob dude. City. I, those Lob City days were the best. They were painful, but they were fun. Like all the lobs, like every game you went to, you knew something was going to happen, man. Like, you know, the, have you guys seen the DeAndre Jordan dunk over Brandon Knight? Yes, sir. I saw that live, and I was like on the that side of the rim, so and that like the whole building like blasted off at that moment. It was kind of crazy. So that's kind of where my fandom kind of started, you know. I feel like most people in LA, their parents are Lakers fans, and they they get brought into the fold. But like, how did you get in? Do you, are your parents Clippers fans? Uh, my dad like watches basketball, but he's not like super into it per se. So he wasn't like a he. He also didn't like the Lakers, but my grandpa really liked the Lakers. So I, I guess like I grew up watching a lot of them. So I would watch like both, you know. Especially since the Lakers were winning a lot, you just see more of their games and they get more exposure. Um, now I keep up with both teams because I'm a huge LeBron fan. But I gotta say, like. Kind of hate LeBron's decision to go to the Lakers. I mean, it's either the Clippers or the Lakers, and Dude, he no, was never gonna pick. go to Clippers, bro. Yeah, he wasn't. <laughs> he was not. I feel like just by going to the Lakers, LeBron makes like a couple million more dollars just from going to the Lakers. Yeah, I think it's also, also like prestige too. You know, yeah, they're you like play yeah. for the franchise. You play for the city of LA. Yeah, and LA. He 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 knows he wants to live in LA too. It's just nice. Alan, be honest. Do you have Clippers merch and do you do you actually wear it? Oh, hell yeah, bro. So I have like a, I just got a couple years ago a Shy jersey and now he's traded. But dude, I love Shy. Like we drafted him and I was really hyped for him. So like now I also have a Leonard jersey. So I have both their jerseys. So I actually have merch from them. I also have a Chris Paul jersey, even though he's kind of a like traitor now, you know, after that locker room incident a couple of years back, trying to fight Blake. Come on, man. <laughs> you know, Cl- the Clippers uh, fandom is just really confusing to me. I don't, I don't understand it. 
I, I don't get it. Ethan, any uh, any any questions you want to ask here? Not really. I just, I'm still kind of disappointed that I remember that Alan's a Clippers fan. Dude, I also okay. the battle for LA this year. It'll happen. I let's don't know, see. Man. Last let's see if year... Yeah, let's see if your team makes it past round two in the playoffs this year. <laughs> man. <laughs> That so was probably your the, horses. That was so painful. Honestly, Clippers playoff experience, like, man, you get the highs and the lows. Like, I, yeah, they just throw a lot of games because they just make really like they just choke really hard, and it's like, why? Like throughout like Lob City, and now with like the PG Kawhi um, teams, like. Man, just gotta wait for that one breakout year where they don't choke. It's it might tough. not ever come, man. It might not be. Nah, nah, it's gonna happen soon. this year, bro. PG's, <laughs> PG's kind of, uh, he's a man on a mission right now. You know? I don't know, man. He was he's a man focused. on a mission last year, too. <laughs> nah, nah, dude. <laughs> wait, Alan, do you, do you care at all about the rivalry <laughs> with the Lakers? Like, you know, you know, are you, when you, would you rather just the Clippers win against anybody or would you rather the Clippers win against the Lakers? I think like, no, I want it against the Lakers because they're the favorites too, you know? Yes, I mean, sir. if the Lakers weren't like, you know, if they were like during their Brandon Ingram days where they just had all those rookies, Lonzo and stuff, and they were like bottom seed, man, like who cares about that? But when they're both at the top, I think it's just a little sweeter. Like well, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't want the Lakers to be like garbage, you know. You gotta mm-hmm. like beat them at their best. Yes, that's, sir. That's the most fun part, right? That's that's a rivalry. That's when you say. That's when you can say, really, you won. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. Do you guys think like what would what would the reactions be like if the Clippers actually lose three one again? Like they're down three one, and then they just like. Uh, lose three in a row again. <laughs> oh man, I, it, I mean, like at this point, <clears throat> kind of used to it, man. <laughs> I mean, because Love City, dude, against the Rockets, and what was it like, 2016 or something? That was so. like three one against Josh Smith, bro. Like Josh Smith, really gonna carry a team instead <laughs> of Harden? Like Harden was playing well, but Josh Smith gonna be the superhero of a series? He was washed, man. Right. Clippers are just unlucky franchise injuries yeah. or just bad string of of like unfortunate events. These players not playing good at the best, like and in playoffs too. It always happens. Yeah, honestly though, I think the coaches kind of like been changing though over the last few years, especially with like Steve Ballmer. He's like he's not he's not afraid to drop the bag for players and like really make the team like their own outside of like outside of the Lakers in LA. I think that like with that vision moving forward, that it'll actually become an actual rivalry rather than kind of a big brother, little brother dynamic. But that that's like way into the future, I think. Probably, yeah. yeah. All right, last question for you, Alan, before we move on. So how, if you want to talk about Clippers basketball, who do you go to? Uh, how many people can you talk Clippers basketball with? I mean, like, I just talk with Lakers fans because, like, that's all my, like, homies and stuff. Like, everyone's just a Lakers fan in, like, L.A. And then I was also in the Bay for a bit. So, like, there were a lot of Warriors fans, too. So, like, in the recent years, they've actually had a lot of rivalries with both teams. 
like the Clippers and the Warriors when the Warriors were coming up. The Clippers had their number, but after that, you know, Steph Curry highlights, dude, every time they're on the Clippers. So I guess like a lot of people have seen like a lot of their games when they go head to head. So it's not too bad. I was gonna say, like, Steph has like a vendetta against the Clippers. Oh yeah, dude. After that that playoff series, I remember (laughs) that play playoff series, like game seven, like we won, right? But after that, dude, like after that year where the Warriors got knocked out in the first round, they just kind of became the champs, you know? And Steph Curry just took it to the next level. It hurts, but it is exciting basketball to watch, even though it hurt to see. Yeah. It's always fun to watch Steph just wipe your team in three quarters. Dude, Steph against the Clippers and the Lakers, though, you know, he, he got he got something. Like, he pulls out extra things out of his bag. Yeah, I think, like, Clippers, the Hornets, uh, the Lakers, and I think um, Trailblazers. Like, he always has something, something special against those teams. Yeah. All right, moving on. Fantasy. Uh, let's go with league rankings. So... I dropped all the way to sixth place, and I was second place. Um, we skipped week five, so this this was yeah after week five last week. I dropped from second place to sixth place. I don't know about you guys, but I just had a bunch of injuries and a lot of postponed games. Yep, and yeah. I think I lost to I lost to Ethan last week really bad. Um, <laughs> our friend Nikki's in first place. Uh, Ryan. Ethan in this call, Alan, Nathan Wu, me, Nathan Chan, and then Boris, last place. Wait, first thing I want to talk talk with you guys about is uh, Nikki offered me Giannis for my Brandon Ingram and Drew Ooh. Holiday about Ooh. two weeks ago. Andrew. Yeah. Ooh. So here's what happened. Uh, this was like after Giannis <laughs> went like one for 10 on the free throw line. And Nikki just like wanted to get rid of him. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, no, like, it gets it gets worse. Um, so I tell him, I, I, I get greedy, first of all, and I try to like bargain, uh, try to negotiate with him to get another player from him that's like a better free throw shooter just to counter Giannis. Yeah, that's fair. And then he's like, I'll think about it. Um, okay. So, I think after I recorded, uh, the last podcast for the uh, fantasy, um, I told them that I kind of I needed Ingram to play for me one more time on <clears> Sunday <throat> night because uh, I was losing to Nathan Chan and I, I was hoping Brandon uh, could help me out. So I, I did that. Uh, I ended up losing the week anyway to Nathan Chan, and then Monday I see that the trade uh, transaction notification like got pulled down. I don't know if it. I don't know if he canceled it or if it. it if uh, if it just expired, um, I, I think it expires after a certain time. Maybe yeah. yeah. But um, I wait a couple of days and then I text him like, "Hey, you still want to give me Giannis?" And then he's like, "No, I don't really want to, man. He's doing. A, he's doing a little better now, so I'm just gonna keep him." I think Giannis was the. That's a great. Like, if you look at Nikki's team, he has Giannis, LeBron, and Drummond. Like, you know for sure he's winning rebounds and he's going to have a bunch of assists from LeBron. Oh, man. Honestly, dude, <laughs> he doesn't need free throws. Most of his team's yeah, not like that great at free it. throws. Yeah, he has LeBron in his team, so he's not going to, like, win free throws. 
Yeah, I, I know, guys. I've I've thought I've been thinking about this for a long time. So <laughs> this is probably going to be like the biggest fantasy mistake I'll ever make in my life. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like I I can't believe I can't believe like I can't believe Nikki would even think about doing that trade. You know, like I think he was he panicked a little bit. Nikki, I think you should have jumped on it right there. Honestly, yeah, Nikki offered me LeBron. And on a separate trade, I think for like Jalen Brown and then Andre Drummond for like what I think Przingis or something. And then I was like, oh, let me let me hold on to my players for a bit to see. And then like the trades expired, but I never got back to Nikki if he still wants them. And I don't think he does because uh, Drummond had that like twenty twenty game the next day after he offered me that trade. And then like obviously like LeBron. I mean, I think LeBron's. Probably one of the best fantasy players because he just coasts, but he plays every game, you know? Like, his availability is really nice, especially during, like, corn or, like, COVID. The Lakers haven't had any COVID cases yet. Yeah. So, I feel like they're also, like, the champion contenders and they're really serious. So, they get a lot of availability from that. And I think that, like, kind of boosts him up this year. Yeah, but I think like the thing with LeBron is sometimes he'll miss back to backs, and then I think towards the later end of the season, especially because it was such a short off season, he might take a couple more games off. Yeah, they say that about him every year, though. But he does, though. You you see, he does miss back to backs. He does. Hmm. Yeah, it's like I have have Kawhi and PG, and Kawhi for sure misses back to backs most of the time. Oh yeah, Kawhi for sure. We've uh we've talked about this on the pod before, but Nikki offered me LeBron and like any one of his like lower tier players for my Brandon Ingram, I think. And I and turned him down. Take that, bro. Yeah. Okay, wait. But Alan, this is the thing. I was giving out like this was about week two or week three of fantasy. And my feeling was that Ingram was a better free throw shooter. So LeBron like was is not as good a, a, as a, of a free throw shooter. Um, LeBron's thirty six. I figure like like it's true that he hasn't really had major major injuries, but like it could happen like any time now given his age, right? Like just higher chances of that happening. Mm-hmm. Um, again with the rest, you know, we're just not sure like when he's just gonna want want to take games off or back to backs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I try. I tried to ask him, ask Nikki if he would be, give me like Autobio, which is Ooh. I'll admit it, it's a little too much. But I told him like I needed a second player just in case LeBron goes down. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Nikki turned me down. I mean, <laughs> I I saw Brandon Ingram go off in the beginning of the season, but I think like one of the main things was that his team just has no spacing. Yeah. So, like, to be very consistent and constantly pop off, I just don't think that he'll have that consistency because he won't have as much spacing as and as like the season <clears throat> progressed. Because I know the first couple of weeks he was hot. Yep. But like, I just think it was it was definitely like a sell high moment for him. I think a lot of young players actually, I think, start started off the off season hot. really hot. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they usually start off really hot and then you should try to sell them like then. Because LeBron gives the same stats like every game and he pops yeah. off like every now and then. But you know, like people aren't going to figure him out either. 
Yeah. So Ethan, Ethan's fantasy style is basically go all in or how, how, do, how do you say it? Go hard, go all in or nothing. All yeah, in or nothing. High, high risk, high reward. High risk, high reward. I, I picked yeah. up Harden, Kawhi, PG, Kyrie, dude. Those Ugh. are good picks, though. I know. <clears throat> they yeah, play but... good, but I, I think some because I have a PPD or like players injured. Like right now, Otto Porter's not playing. Wendell Carter's not playing. And then James Harden was uh, game time decisions today. Like having Harden on the Nets is going to definitely like pushes like stats down a lot oh he, yeah like, he that's... definitely will pop off a couple of times but like it's not like how he was in houston you know oh yeah that don't like <clears throat> in houston definitely he was a number i think personally he was consensus number one, number one. i like, think so too like every year like he's top two yeah like I for agree. the last three four years like there's no way that like i think i would really want to choose anyone else unless like, i don't even know who else you'd want to choose other than maybe Giannis for defensive stats? Yeah, I agree with you. Like, from all my fantasy playing, like, Harden has been number one for, like, the past few years. Yeah. I was going to say, if uh, Ethan is, like, um, all in or nothing in fantasy, I'm, like, way too conservative, and I'm, like, like overcomplicating <laughs> things and overthinking things, like, as if I'm a real GM. And, like, fantasy <laughs> is a lot easier, right? Yeah. Um, speaking of number one, though, so Allen drafted uh, Jokic in the second round, and as of right now, Jokic is the number one player according to Yahoo. Oh yeah, um, I agree. I think it's yeah. him and Embiid right now. Yeah, I think uh, I'm a big like I know Jokic a lot. Like I keep up with him a lot because one of my friends is actually a Nuggets fan. Um, so I hate on Jokic a lot just <laughs> with him, but this man has definitely been putting up MVP numbers. You know, but every year I think he's like. Other than last year, I think last year was a down season for him in the regular season. But generally, I would say he's like top five value. I just think he's just harder to build around compared to like a main ball handler, like a guard or forward. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His uh his line this season so far: twenty five points per game, eleven rebounds, eight assists. Almost two steals, uh, 0.6 blocks, uh, 83% from the free throw line, 56% from field goal. A lot like Giannis isn't even in the top 10 of those fantasy rankings. Um, I also want to point out, Alan, you have the best fantasy player as of right now. And then Ethan, you have the number two best and the number four best, Kyrie and Kawhi. Mm. I'm not even I'm my best player is like Dame at and he's only ninth <laughs> place. <laughs> yeah. I mean I think wow. I just got lucky cuz I got Curry with my first pick and then my second pick was close enough to my first that I got Jokic, you know. Yeah, that's that's a godly lineup. Because I think there's a lot of like smaller market teams usually that go in the draft these drafts and a lot of people don't really like pay too much attention to them. Or like they're undervalued because they don't have as much exposure. So I try to usually pick from smaller market teams too. Yeah, I think I think I, I think we all have a problem some somewhat of like ignoring or forgetting the the really smaller market teams like Indiana or um, I don't know. Well, basically the the teams are like are non contenders. Like 
the Knicks, for example, like Randall and our league, he, he was drafted super late by Boris, I think, uh, mm-hmm. in like the seventh round. And he's one of the best fantasy players this year. Surprisingly, I thought he'd have a down season. Honestly, I'm like, I would have expected him to have like the same season he had last year. I wouldn't have expected him to get better. But honestly, he's proving that wrong right now. Yeah. Um, definitely think he wasn't going to approve personally because he just kind of didn't have any other moves other than the spin the move. The Beyblade. That's what all my yeah. all the Lakers fans would say. Ah, but then he did it out time. of control, you know? Yeah, he And then he wouldn't it, be yeah. able to get those assists that he's getting now. Yeah. yeah. It's a good look for him. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's just like quickly talk about our teams, any thoughts we have. For me, I have facing Allen. I'm probably going to lose 3-6. Uh, it's 8-30, Sunday, January 31st right now. Um, I, don't think, I don't know if there's any more games, but I'm probably going to lose to Allen 3-6. Uh, Porter Jr. is finally back after testing positive for COVID for me. Um, I had Hero, Valanchunas, Booker, probably a couple others. I just stopped keeping track because I didn't want to like feel even more depressed about my team uh, they were all like either injured or they were out because of covid kevin love just started practicing again so hopefully his numbers will be uh similar to last year i have jared allen and i think his numbers dropped a little bit on the Cavs so far compared to on the nets uh i think shooter has a problem of having to play with lebron and ad every night and they still win even like no matter what his stat line is uh his two-week average is like 12 2 and 3 right now so Mm. it's okay but i i I wanted more when i drafted him i still regret picking terry rosier he doesn't do much for me except scoring uh first week though (laughs) he dropped like a 40 yeah Yeah, i was like super excited to see that and then it's just been downhill from there i'm also worried that like Lamelo's gonna like take him take over his spot in the starting uh uh lineup Mm. uh and then i added carmelo just to replace devin booger for now and uh yeah i don't know i don't know where i don't know where 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 my team goes from here guys i really don't um yeah i just feel like injuries have played a big part and but you just got to find trades, like opportunities. Probably <laughs> when uh, Giannis got a down game, you got to shoot Nikki another offer, you know? Oh. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I still think about it. Like, I'm still scarred by what I did by not taking Giannis. Like, I think my... in general, like, when you can get a two for one that's, like, not too lopsided, as in, like, you get the better player, like, usually it's worth it, I think. Yeah, in I know. fantasy basketball. I know. I was just so greedy with literally one fantasy category, his free throws. I was like, wait, I, I don't want to take a hit on free throws, so you need to give me one more. That's what I was thinking, and hmm. it was a mistake. All right, uh, Alan, you go. Just uh, any thoughts about your team so yeah. far? So I went for three-pointers because my first pick was um, Seth Curry, and then I wanted to go three-pointers, points, rebounds, assists, and then everything else, and probably turnovers. Those were the main things I was kind of focusing on. Um, Everything else, like, oh, like, if it happens, it happens, but those were my five main categories that I wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, So Westbrook, 
Um, obviously, he's kind of he's kind of been on and off this season. He's ranked like 281 according to Yahoo right now, and today he had a great game. But like we, Usually. I just hope to see him be back to MVP Westbrook, or not even that. Maybe just kind of like a little worse numbers than last year, but definitely not as bad as he's been doing right now. He's been shooting like 38% and that's kind of been holding my team back. Um, I got Curry. He's obviously been doing really well, even with like extra coverage this year. Um, I got Bledsoe. He's actually been extremely disappointing. Um, He hasn't been able to like get in rhythm on the Pelicans since he's joined. I have DeAndre Hunter who just got injured like a couple of days ago. Um, probably have to move him back to injury reserve. Obviously, I talked about Jokic. Um, I got Jeremy Grant, actually. He was, like, in this league and my other leagues, like, he's been one of my main pick target targets because he's just been able to really elevate his game, and that's kind of why he took... He bet on himself to do that in, on the Pistons. So I thought that was a steal because I picked him, like, in the 10th round or something, and he's putting up, according to Yahoo, like, number 10 right now. Um, I got Mitchell Robinson. He's been doing solid, good block sky rebounds, and like doesn't shoot enough free throws for it to really bother my team because um, he doesn't shoot that well there. Um, I got Clarkson. He's kind of just a flex pick because half my team is injured right now. And Anobi just got injured. Um, he's been doing great this season, actually. I thought he was going to have a breakout season kind of like Jeremy Grant. Uh, he hasn't been breaking out as well as Jeremy Grant, but he's definitely improved this season. Um, so that was actually a good pick. Laurie Markkinen, uh, since I was going for threes and I have like Jokic, um, those two guys were really like my bigs that could shoot. Um, I got Chris Paul. Chris Middleton actually has been a baller in the beginning of the season. He's actually been like carrying the Bucks offensively, in my opinion, more than Giannis has. And they kind of changed the offense. So it's kind of been giving him like more opportunities even though he was like already the second scoring option before um and then to fill off my list i have covington um Derek white Derek white just came back from injury i'm hoping he can have a breakout season and then have tj warren and jimmy butler but they haven't really played this season yet fact check on your jeremy grant signing you actually signed him uh the basically the night that we all drafted you, you signed him after our draft was over. oh really yeah oh yeah some of the draft i accidentally like forgot like i had something in the middle and it drafted like somewhere in the middle i think it drafted westbrook for me so like that was the only one that i didn't really have too much logic on but i think it was pretty far down in the draft order that westbrook was kind of a kind of a i guess you would say like undervalued steal but he's just kind of hard to build around in terms of fantasy, because he's so inconsistent. Yeah, you punt field goals, free throws, and turnovers. <laughs> you punt a lot, yeah. So I kind of have to make up all the other stats just for Westbrook, but he gives a lot of rebounds and assists for a guard. Mm-hmm. So, Ethan, on to you. Um, I'm losing. So I'm 3-6 this week against Nate, but it's like incredibly close. Uh, our three-pointers, 65 me, 72 Nate. Uh, rebounds 220 me 223 Nate uh, blocks 31 uh, me and 32 Nate so I, I'm like really close like I, I could have won this week but I think I have like three or four players that were like not playing uh, James Harden 
Wendell Carter Jr. And then I had I think I dropped Otto Porter Jr. for someone else. And I forgot who else, but one of my other players was just uh not playing PG or Kawhi. Someone was missing. Someone was just not playing for a little bit. And I think that just hurt my numbers this week. But it was close. I could have won it like five four maybe. Um question about Bojan Bogdanovich. Mm. I have him in my other league, which uh with more people, it's a twelve team league. Yeah. Have you thought about dropping Bojan Bogdanovich this season? Yes. Um, right now he's been playing kind of hot. Like he'll have stretches where he's like average and then uh kind of bad. Like his last two games are really hot, but the games before that he was just really bad. So like it's it's like a hitter of me. It's like he'll give you some hot stretches, but yeah, I'm considering dropping him or at least trading him as a package with like anyone else if someone wants. Like I'm considering trading Jalen Brown for like or Porzingis, like I'm shopping them maybe for someone if I can, but I'm not sure who I want. I'll, I'll have to see which players uh, will match their value, I guess. I'd uh, I'd still love to take Kawhi off your hands, Ethan. Just, just saying. <laughs> I see. I thought about it, but I, I think I'm more resigned to keeping him because he's been pretty, pretty, pretty good this season so far, and he hasn't been resting a lot of back to backs. Besides his injury, apparently Harden was out today with a thigh yeah. c- contusion. He was out. Did you guys catch the Nets game? Yeah, versus saw the, it. the Wizards. Wizards. The ending was crazy. I'm, I'm gonna see it tomorrow, or I'll, I'll see the highlights at least. But uh, yeah, I heard there were a couple of close games this uh, this week, uh, past week, past yeah. two weeks maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw the ending of the Lakers Celtics game. That was pretty good. close. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a good ending. Alan, important question here: How are you going to beat the Lakers if the Lakers have Alex Caruso playing for us <laughs> and, and LeBron James? Just saying. And LeBron James. Dude, we have Reggie Jackson, guys. Come on. Like, also the revival of Nick Batum. He got us, bro. We got some wing defenders. I think. The main problem is going to be again who's going to guard AD because we just kind of get cooked by bigs. Kind of got Montrez too, though. No Montrez, biggie. no biggie. All my homies hate Montrez, man. That guy's <laughs> a snake, dog. I loved him as a guy, but then like I don't know, he just kind of gave really negative energy last year. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I guess he really didn't like Paul George and Kawhi. I think I mean, so too. He's not a star player compared to them, you know. Yeah. Six man of the year though. Six man of the year. Yeah. We I'm also- uh I'm scared of Philly, by the way. Like we I feel like Montrez doesn't work against a team like Philly when you have like Joel Embiid, uh, who can just play all night long against Montrez and he'll just score whenever he wants. Yeah, I'm pretty surprised that they didn't really want to keep um Dwight. I think Dwight kind of made sure that they would wouldn't like they could just play AD at the four whenever they want to, and they'd have a five whenever they needed. Yeah. yeah. Well, what happened with Dwight was like he just he just got scared. Like he got ahead of himself. He uh he thought the Lakers agreed to a contract with him, and like that's why he tweeted saying like I'm I'm back LA I'm back. But then turns out like they were still talking and nobody agreed to anything, and uh, that's when he uh Philly swooped in. 
and uh, took him from us. But I think I think we would have liked to keep him if possible. Yeah, but he was also on a vet min too, or just a minimum contract, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you guys don't also did you guys still have Javale? Um, we did. I think they were and- trying to figure out what to do with Javale, and I think Dwight just got impatient, and that's why he left. But um, he took the veteran minimum for Philly. Uh, we could have done that for him, and we also could have paid him a little more because we had his uh, his non-bird rights. So, mm. so we could have paid him a little extra if he wanted to stay, and if like uh, the Lakers agreed. But um, yeah, it was just really unfortunate. That's really odd. Yeah, I just thought he really filled out the rotation, <clears throat> played his role out really well. Like yeah. playing for the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. Ethan, I, I, how did you feel after they lost to Detroit? Um, so what happened was like they just they kept it close until like the last I think eight minutes of the fourth where they just could not score at all and then they ended up losing by about thirteen <laughs> I think something like that. I think it was like unfortunate that you know they didn't have AD Kuzma stepped stepped it up which was you know surprising to see because Kuzma's been really bad this season not as good as he should be but he also hasn't been getting a lot of minutes too but yeah like I think the Lakers just couldn't make a shot couldn't get as many boards because they're missing obviously AD and it bit them in the ass in the end so they lost it's shocking though did not expect them to lose the, the Pistons like that they're 5-14 and 14, the Pistons right now I, I think it was the game the day afterwards. Uh, the Pistons were playing at someone, I forget. But there was a point where they, they were down by like 40 points, I think. I just want to point that out. I think the whole <laughs> the whole thing of like uh, everybody wanting to play their best against the champs and then the next game, like they get blown out. out. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they're not really even looking to win sometimes. <laughs> I'm just tanking, you know? Yeah. So, like Griffin was like out forever too. Not playing that good right now either. Yeah, it's sad to see Blake just kind of become an old man this season or over the last two, three years. I had a really sharp decline, even though he changed up his game. Yeah, he had a three pointer, you know, like decently consistent average, but it's just always the injuries with Blake. Yeah, and then he chose to play against the Bucks or I'm pretty sure it was like the first round and he was injured and he still kept trying to play. Yeah. Even though they definitely got swept mm-hmm. and it wasn't close. Unfortunate since then. Perennial all-star, but it's, it's getting old with injuries. How were how were those years, by the way, where, uh, you know, the Clippers would just have maybe the number one or number two best record in the, the season and then like game 70, game 70, like, Blake Griffin is out for the rest of the season. Oh, dude, those always just heartbreaking. And then he tries to come back, and then Chris Paul gets injured, or someone else gets injured. It was just really unfortunate, but there were a couple of series that they shouldn't have lost that they kind of just choked really hard. Like in the second round against, I think, OKC, they turned the ball over like three times at the last couple minutes when they just had to inbound the ball and they lost that game to close out the series and then also the same thing happened with obviously Houston like they got 3-1 like Houston got a 3-1 comeback and it's just they had their opportunities you know even without the injuries 
but they always came up short. So that's it's tough to see, but at least at least they're in the playoffs, you know? It's always exciting when you get to the playoffs. I don't know if this was when Chris Paul was a clipper or not, but I remember seeing a game where he tried to get a foul call on him or something like that, but mm-hmm. he ended up just turning the ball over. Yeah, with Westbrook against OKC. Back when uh, Westbrook was still with uh, Kevin Durant on OKC, that that was what I was actually referencing to. And then they came back that game to win it. And then the next game, they lost game seven. Game seven, or, yeah, game seven, I think. Who do you guys think is like going to win this year? I, I still think it's going to be the Lakers. Um, with with how the Clippers are looking right now, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll hand it to you. I think I think they can get to the conference finals. Yeah. I think they'll be motivated by what happened last year, and they won't let it happen again. Otherwise, like nobody will stop talking about you know Kawhi and PG, um, pandemic P, uh, pandemic P. Uh, I mean, I I personally think the Lakers are the favorites, but I want my team to win. You know, I think okay. the Lakers are just the most well built team. Right now, yeah, I think so too. Plus, I I feel like you can never really bet against LeBron if you're ma- if you're actually trying to like use Win. logic. Mm-hmm. Like LeBron's just gonna he he's just he's just messing around right now, and they're still winning, you know. So they they obviously have that structure ready in place <laughs> for the playoffs. Yeah, especially when it gets to playoff times, he just always like turns it up. Yeah, but it would be hype if. If we take a series, that would be exciting. Yeah, game seven. Game seven would be interesting. I I think I think a game seven is very very possible in the West. Uh, Lakers Clippers. Um, it'd be funny though because if if uh, fans are back in time for the playoffs, like like the Lakers will get seven home games. Let's let's be real. <laughs> Probably yeah. <laughs> it's definitely Laker town. Definitely whenever there's a home game for either one or whenever it's Lakers versus Clippers no matter who who it says on the floor Lakers always got the home court advantage it's always yeah Ethan who who would you not want to see in the finals uh, not want to see yeah like uh, against the Lakers I mean so take your pick from like you know Brooklyn who probably will make it to the finals I definitely want to say Brooklyn you got Brooklyn in the finals I don't they just can't. Sh- they can't play defense. They don't. Yeah, but I would not want to see them just on KD and Harden. Kyrie is, I think, the player that has to. It's like the odd one out. I think on their team, like KD and Harden probably work pretty well together. So it depends on how like Kyrie works with them, and if they can like mm-hmm. figure it out. They have a bunch of shooters, and they can all score well, but they have no defense. But I think like. Katie can probably carry the team and Harden to at least finals. To the finals? Yeah. I, I got them in the finals just because they have, you know, three MVP type players, basically. Kyrie's like maybe not quite there, but he's a, he's in the conversation. Yeah. And I, I think defense uh takes a back seat when you have, you know, freaking KD, Harden and, and Irving on your team. I don't know. I I've just seen a lot of games where they're scoring like over 140 and, they and they're still losing. Yep. Like but they lost to the Cavs twice. But that could also be because they're not trying as hard on defense cuz it's a regular season, you know. Yeah. And they are a second seed right now still too. Even though it's close, they're second seed. Milwaukee, Giannis, 
Maybe maybe not this year, just because of Brooklyn and Philly. I should have been last year, but mm. we know how that went with Miami. I just want to see whether or not they kind of change it up. I think, yeah. Compared to the year before, or the last couple of years, they just, like, Giannis is kind of neutralized in the playoffs. Yeah, because he can't shoot. So they just wall Giannis. They force him to either, like, dunk it or try and pass it to one of the shooters. And they they have to, the other shooters, like Chris Middleton, everyone else has to beat them. They had Bledsoe that one year, and Bledsoe was just terrible for them. Just bad. Yeah, they've actually switched up how they run like the pick and roll rather than like Giannis being the the ball handler. They've been running Chris Middleton and Giannis yeah. as the role man. And I think that'll be a lot better come playoff time, like success for them too. Then yeah, then Giannis is the the one. Yeah, because in the playoffs, you can just kind of make them like turn the ball over a lot and just kind of pack the paint. Yep. It's like how how every defense is playing against Steph Curry. Just box him in. They actually just box in one Curry. Yeah. Are Clippers fans worried that Kawhi's just gonna leave you after this year? I'm hella scared. Like if we don't if they don't if he doesn't stay, I'd be we kind of mortgaged our future, but I mean, as we'll have PG for the next few years. But who knows if he wants to go out to after signing the big contract. Yeah. Oh, correction. You'll have PG unless he wants to be traded in the second <laughs> year of his super long contract. Yeah, yeah. But I guess if we did trade him, like we, at least we'd have draft picks. But personally, I don't see Kawhi leaving. But the thought is always in the back of my mind because it just seems like he got what he wanted out of his free agency. And that's just being closer to home. Yep. Got his ring already too, yeah. so he might just be there for like, he has just different priorities than a ring, or like yeah. just only a ring, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was closer to home. So somehow Utah is like second place in the West right now. I don't think I don't think that's gonna like keep that's gonna they're gonna maintain that. Lead. They won eleven straight, right? Yeah, I know. It's just so weird. Um, I I you know I've seen people point out like in past seasons where. They've gone on similar winning streaks, but then they ended ended uh ended up just six seed, uh, seed. Yeah, or they ended up just uh making it out of the first or uh getting kicked out in the first. I think uh this year is a little different because Mike Conley's not playing like garbage anymore. I agree. He's been garbage <laughs> for the past. I think like... that was um <sighs> the big thing last year. Like he was playing like garbage, but I think he's gotten used to the system because like he just left Men- Memphis like last year, right? Um, so that he was just getting used to the system. Plus, like, uh, I think they might actually keep it up because they have the most cohesion of, like, most teams. And during, like, the pandemic, a shortened offseason, I feel like a lot of teams haven't, like, gotten as much time to gel as, like, other seasons. And yeah. to kind of get, like, their game plans down because their defensive game plan is hasn't really changed at all. And that kind of takes the most time. They also have Jordan Clarkson coming off the bench with his like really strange neck tattoos. (laughs) He's playing Uh, pretty hot. Yeah. 17.9 points per game. I think he he fits perfectly with the Jazz. They just Uh, need someone who gets buckets. Yeah, he'll get buckets for sure. I'm going to call it here, guys. Uh, Thanks for coming. 
Uh, thanks for coming on for the first time, Alan. Uh, haven't talked to you like really in four years yeah, or five in, years. In a while, yeah. But it's good to see you and talk to you, bro. Yeah.